0: For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Mike Nolan, a research professor at the University of Arizona, who spent much of his career at the Arecibo Observatory as head of the Planetary Radar Program.
1: Welcome Mike. Thank you, Tim. How long were you at Arecibo? I was at Arecibo for approximately 20 years. I went there right after I graduated from the University of Arizona in 1995 as a postdoc. Um, and among other things was director and just generally helpful person.
0: The Arecibo Observatory was a radio telescope basically built to fit a valley in Puerto Rico. Uh, what has actually happened there in the last few months?
1: So in the last few months, after a series of hurricanes and earthquakes, So the observatory is supported by cables, much like a suspension bridge. One of those cables failed due to a manufacturing defect that was never detected. And then a second cable failed uh, in late November. And at that point, it was considered too dangerous to consider working. And on December 1st, 2020, the telescope collapsed into the ground. Is the entire operation now wiped out? Certainly for the, for the time being, the operations wide out, there's a lot of effort thinking about how to rebuild, but that, that facility doesn't work. There are some ancillary facilities that could continue operating, but they all really were there to support the main telescope. And what was the research that you'd been doing there most recently? So my research concentrated on uh, radar imaging, mostly of asteroids, a little bit of the moon, a little bit of other planets. We had Mars in the schedule, and so there's only two places in the world where you can do this work. Arecibo is one of them, and so uh, it's going to really affect how we can do that work in the future. How was the site of Arecibo originally chosen? It was actually chosen so that they needed a certain size, which is this uh, 1,000 feet across. And so I'm told they literally took a USGS topo map and a quarter, ran ran their finger around the topo map of Puerto Rico until they found basically a hole in the ground about the size of the quarter and said, okay, that's the spot. They found two. Uh, Arecibo, I think, was apparently easier to get to, and so that's why they chose that one.
0: To keep from having interfering radio signals, I understand that there were all sorts of restrictions on everything from cell phones to microwaves. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so in order to avoid interfering with the, with the observations, uh, almost all radio devices were prohibited to the extent we could. You can't really control the, the neighborhood around, but you can control what people bring on. So cell phones were prohibited. We didn't have microwave ovens. Somebody tried putting one in a metal box once, but that didn't work too well. Uh, Wi-Fi was not permitted. Uh, it was kind of funny. People would come to give talks, and they would have the radio clickers. We would always tell them you can't use the clicker because the clicker interferes with the telescope. Do cell phones really matter that much? So somebody once asked me, does my cell phone matter? Can you see my cell phone? And uh, I did the math. We could see your cell phone if it were on Mars. So yes, in the parking lot is a problem. What were some of the greatest things, that greatest hits, if you were? Well, so some of the things it's known for is discovering the rotation rate of Mercury, the discovery of pulsars, uh, which, of course, a kind of pulsar that won the Nobel Prize. Those were really the the, the sort of main famous discoveries that uh, it was known for. What is this going to do to the local economy? Any idea? It's very hard to know. I mean, given all of the troubles, including COVID, the economy is in pretty bad shape already. The official town size is fifty thousand, but the local area is much less than that. Um, more than that, it's it's one of those cultural things that everybody there was used to. Sort of every school child went to visit it. It was a class field trip, and it's it's just going to be something that they had that that it just isn't there anymore. And of course, Arecibo was the
0: best place to get the shape of some tiny asteroid flying by the Earth, which is what you
1: did a lot of. Right, I went there in order to take images of asteroids with the specific notion that these would be useful in planning space missions. And of course, we did use my observations of the asteroid Bennu in order to plan the OSIRIS-REx space mission, which is on its way back from asteroid Bennu, having collected its sample as we speak here in early December. Thanks for talking with us, Mike. This is Tim Swindle,
0: and this has been Arizona Science. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.